We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, guys? This is the Uncontested Podcast, covering the Oklahoma City Thunder. This podcast is ran by Jacob, Nick, Justin, Taylor, and Kamiar. Listen to future episodes on your favorite podcast streaming service like iTunes or Spotify. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating. This is Lou Dor- You're listening to the Uncontested What is up? Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast bonus episode for you guys. Before I get into that bonus episode content, we are brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Make sure you check out Blue Wire on Twitter. They're at Blue Wire Pods at their website, bluewirepods.com. Super happy to be a part of the Blue Wire family. This episode also brought to you by betonline.ag. Now, I know we just dropped a pad- podcast yesterday. But we got a very special episode for you today, a little bonus episode. It's not too long. Our very own Nick Crane got a chance to have a, I guess, a teleconference. He didn't get to sit down with him face-to-face. We got a teleconference with Boston Celtics center, former Thunder center, Ennis Cantor. Uh, if you don't know, Ennis Cantor is opening a charter school here in Oklahoma City. He's in the, the initial planning phases of that. And so Nick scheduled an interview with Ennis to talk about that charter school, and that led into them talking about Ennis's time in Oklahoma City, his relationship with Russ and Steve, um, and a plethora of other things. It's it's a great, great interview, and we really hope you guys enjoy it. You don't want to listen to me, so I'm just going to go ahead and patch you right over now to Ennis. Hope you guys enjoy. Perfect. Okay. So... Um kind of want to start off by asking um, a couple of questions about the school that you're planning on opening in Oklahoma City. It sounds right. like um, you're planning on opening a charter school uh, that would primarily serve, you know, maybe some minority students or low-income families, things like that. Right. Um, what, kind yeah. of, what kind of sparked your interest in doing that? Uh, first of all, I mean, all, 
you know, the reason I wanted to give back to Oklahoma because I I don't know how much do you know about all the Turkish stuff going on and uh, with me with, between between uh, me and my country. And I remember, you know, from the day one, they opened their arms, give me a warm, uh, warm uh, welcome. And then not just the players, not just the organization, just, just uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, but the whole state of Oklahoma, you know, su- supporting me and give me a huge uh, support. So that's why I wanted to give back to Oklahoma in that way, education. And, um, you know, I remember promising my mom, actually, when I was nine years old, I told my mom, I was like, mom, if I become uh, famous or rich one day, the first thing I'm going right. to do, I'm going to open up, a, I'm going to open up a school. And then she was, she was just very happy because, you know, I think the, it was the education is the most important thing that we can give back to our generation. So that's why she was so happy. Right now, I cannot communicate with her, but. Uh, I am sure that she probably read it on internet and she's very uh, proud. Certainly. It's, it's, it's a great thing you're doing for sure. Um, so as far as the education side of things, was there anything about, you know, kind of your upbringing and your education growing up that sparked this at all? I mean, I, I, I from what I understand, um, you were overseas for the majority of your schooling and then came to the U S at right. what age 17 to, to play prep school basketball. Yeah. Is that right? Did that, have anything to yeah. do with um, your reasoning? Uh, well, I would say there's a really good good quote. Uh, it was from Benjamin Franklin. He said, "And uh, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest." So I think for me, educa- I feel like education is the key to, to the future. And um, you know, for me, uh, just seeing. I remember when I was growing up. I grew up east side of Turkey, called Van V A N. And uh, where I grew up. You know, it was the poor side of the country. Poor, it was a very poor city, and not many, uh, not many kids really had a chance to go to school, especially the girls. You know, because they want, uh, you know, the families wanted their kids to bring money at home. So that that's why a lot of the parents took their kids out of the school and start just put them in jobs. I was like, you know what? This kid, more than job, this kid needs need education so we can have a brighter and better future. So I, I was like, after seeing that, I, it was always back in my head, how can, how can I change that? How can I change that? You know? And um, so that was one of the, prob- that was probably one of the biggest reasons that I, um, I decided that. Awesome. Can, can you kind of give us a, a roadmap or an update on, on the status of the charter school? Um, you know, when you foresee that, you know, coming to fruition and, and how all that's going so far? It's going pretty good. Obviously, Oklahoma, I stayed there. I lived there for two and a half years. I know the both senators. I know I actually give a talk at the, in the Oklahoma Senate. I know the mayor really well. So and uh, and my relationship with Oklahoma still is still uh, so amazing. So I thought it was it, it's a very easy um, you know going to be a transition because I know the a uh, lot of the people. So right now, of course, it's we just we still need to you know put the board together and we still need to look for land and all that stuff. But uh, people are making this so easy on us just because of it's um, it's uh, it's Oklahoma City. 
Absolutely. Uh, Mayor Holt is a is a great guy. Um, got to speak with him a few times, and that's oh, you do. great that's that you've got him on. He's, he's yeah, he's a he's a great dude. Is there anything that um, you know the people of Oklahoma can do to kind of support you and and get this effort going along? Um, well, I think they they have, they already did it enough. So right now, what I want to do for 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 them is just give back to them, you know. And um, so right now, hey, if I need if I need anything from them, I will definitely let them know somehow. But uh, right, right now, we, I, I am all I'm all good. I just need their support and uh, uh, prayers. Absolutely. Um, have you spoken to LeBron at all? I know he's he's done the whole you know opening a school mm-hmm. type thing. Have you have you spoken to him at all, or have you taken anything I, um, negative or positive on that front to kind of gear towards your yeah. your goal? I have not spoken with him about that conversation, but what he did with, you know, I, I promise, it, it inspired me because I think, you know, he's obviously one of the best, maybe the best basketball player on earth right now. But uh, but I think what he did with that school, it was the most amazing that he, he has ever done with his uh, career on and off the court because he what he did was, was so unselfish because he backed – he give back to community with educa- uh, which is, uh, education, you know. So for, it inspired me, and uh, LeBron was definitely one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to open up one too. Because I mean, obviously I'm not making as much as LeBron is making, but, uh, <laughs> but still, I, I feel like I feel like you know, if, you know, God give us so much ability able to give back uh, give back to community. So I think not just me, but I think I hope. What LeBron did, what I'm doing right now, will inspire other players too. Not just basketball players. I hope the platform you're giving me that so people, people, more people can hear me. The football players, baseball players, and who has you know this platform can use this, and uh, we can bring a change. I hope. Absolutely. So, as far as I'm as as far as I know, you're still doing an annual basketball camp in Oklahoma City. Is that is that true? Yes. Every summer, okay, you know, I, I go back every there. summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every summer, I go back there and I do two basketball camps. One basketball camp for, you know, special uh, p- p- uh, people, and the, the second camp is just, you know, just um, just a uh, regular basketball camp. Which, first nice. one is, is, there any, is there any wheel, first one is a wheelchair basketball camp. Second one is a, you know, regular basketball camp. Okay, very cool. Is there anything else that you? Um, still come back to Oklahoma City for outside of, you know, you giving back, which is great. I'm sure you know that, that you're uh-huh. still a fan favorite in Oklahoma City, even being a couple uh-huh. years removed. Um, is there anything you still come back for? Any restaurants that you like to visit when you're back or outside of basketball? Anything that brings you back to the city? <clears throat> I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, especially summertime, I'm so busy because I'm doing like a, around like 50 basketball camps around, around America. But like, I, well now Steven Adams is there. I mean, if he if he invites me for sure, I will come and visit. So maybe if he, if he reads that, you know, maybe he will invite <laughs> me then. Because because we right. still packed and we still talk before and after the games and stuff. And uh, so it's, uh, if he invites me, I'll definitely go. <laughs> that's that's I kind of wanted to, to talk about your relationship with Steven Adams. You know, dating yeah. back to the the Stash Bros days. Right. Um, you know what? What what kind of blossomed your relationship, and and how have you guys stayed so close even 
um, you know, being on separate teams and with how busy the NBA right. is not being around each other all the time. I mean, when, when you have two same position playing in the same position in one, in one team, the guys usually get jealous of each other because, oh, who's getting more touches, who's getting more playing time. But it was different for me and Steven, you know, because me and him was always trying to make each other uh, better on and off the court, you know. You know, obviously, I, he always worked on me, on my defense. I always talked to him about the offensive stuff. And, and then me and him going one-on-one in the practice, it was not a basketball. It was like a wrestling match. Obviously, you like the physical <laughs> games. I like the physical games. So, he was, he was amazing. But he was just – he was more definitely more than a teammate to me. He was like – he was like a brother because, obviously, what what's going on in my life with all the Turkish stuff and everything. And, you know, we had a lot of long conversations about well, what's going on. And, obviously, his family is in all the way in New Zealand. He's an international uh, player, so I, I understand him too. So, I mean, we, we went to a lot of dinners together, movie together we hang out a lot you know but I think he was definitely like a like a brother to me so outside of you know and and you mentioned helping each other work on your games in the areas that you may have been better um, helping him areas he may have been better helping you um, Uh outside of just just skill type things when it comes to basketball maybe uh, maybe it's a mindset maybe it's something off the court what's something that Steven Adams has taught you um, you know, the, during the time that you guys have been friends, it's something that, that you still carry with you today that's, that's made you a better person. Hmm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think, because uh, it was like, it was, I'm trying to think, let me see, I'm trying to give, give you a good one. Um, well, I, I think, you know, he was always, you know, giving me a lot of advice about all the, you know, the uh, Turkish stuff. Obviously, he's a, he's a very intelligent guy. And then he was always telling me to read and learn more. So when I, when I like to give an interview or when I go to a, a, a live TV show or this and that, so just because it's my second language, of course, like sometimes it's so hard. Like even normal, uh, normal daily talk is hard. But now I'm talking about like some of like the issues going on in my life and in Turkey, like the foreign politics and all that stuff. He was always telling me to educate myself, educate myself. So I remember, you know, every lot of my teammates were going going out, going to parties and this and that. I was coming home trying to read and learn about what's going on. And it was, and it, it did help me a lot. Certainly. Um, so looking back at those one-on-one games with Steven Adams, who would you say won more of those, of those competitions between the two of you? I, I would say Steven. I would say Steven. <laughs> that's funny um so speaking of another former teammate um and and you've been very vocal on this which i think the people of oklahoma city and and thunder fans especially appreciate um but you know over the past few years there's been a lot of slander um against russell westbrook as a teammate um Uh speaking about how he you know you know players become better once they leave his team and guys can't reach their full potential, you know, playing with Russ. And, and you've, you've made it very clear on, you know, national television and, and interviews and things like that, that it's not the case, that yeah. Russ is a great teammate. Can yeah. you kind of speak on um, what Russ was like as a teammate, as a leader, and how important it is to have a guy like him on your team as you, you know, come up as an NBA player? I mean, people always see that, you know, that crazy part of Russ. You know, whenever he's on the 
court, he always screams, he will always yell, he always try to get under like other teammates' skin, and he has no friends but just his teammates. You know, so that's why people think he's that mean, mean guy. But actually, as a teammate, he's very funny. He always makes jokes. And he's just a very, you know, chill dude. You know, I remember just uh, all the, you know, the everybody. I remember all the rookies, all the, you know, young guys. Everybody loved him and respected him so much. And then, you know, people talking about like, oh, is he like a, that player people talk about? Is he like that leader? I mean, this guy averaged triple double two years in a row. I don't think any player done that in, in NBA history. And uh, well, like one thing I love, love Russ. You know, he always fired up because just, I mean, you see your leader, you see Russ is going out there giving himself 100%. You're like, there's no way anybody can on a team can take a day off. They all, that's why just because of Russ was so fired up, we were giving ourselves 100% every night. And um, like I said again, man, one thing I love about Russ, he always, he makes himself better and he makes everybody, everybody else better around him. I, I feel like that's what makes him really uh, special. And um, people are saying, like, oh, he's not a good teammate, this and that. I love the guy. And uh, that's, I mean, he was, he, was on a, he was an amazing guy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think you're spot on. That, that narrative that, that goes around is definitely not something that makes sense if you've watched Thunder basketball, you know, over the past five, ten years. Before we get back to the interview with Ennis, I wanted to take a quick moment to tell you guys about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all things sports. March Madness, the Masters, Major League Opening Day are all right around the corner, and BetOnline has you covered for the latest news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. The best part, when you sign up with BetOnline, they're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus. So you put $100 in your account, it's actually going to show up as $150. The Wilder Fury matchup, goes down this Saturday night and we can't think of a better way to wager on the fight than doing it with actual free money from bet online head on over to betonline.ag and use our promo code bluewire all one word to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit we signed up and it's super easy if you're already betting it's a fantastic way to support this podcast again that's promo code bluewire all one word when you sign up at betonline.ag betonline your online sports book experts. Uh, the, the next couple of questions, I've only got a couple more I want to ask. They're, they're more lighthearted. Um, so whether it be Steve or whether it be, you know, Russell Westbrook or, or any of your former Thunder teammates, is there something, whether it be, you know, a hobby that nobody knows about or um, just something strange, what's something about one of those guys we discussed that the common person wouldn't know about them? Oh, well, <laughs> Russ loves uh, gummy bears. He loves drinking snapples. <laughs> no, not, not diet. I remember one time uh, Sabonis was a rookie, and his, one of his rookie duty was bringing snapples in the plane for Russ every road trip, right? And then I remember this road trip, he brought snapples, but it was a, it was a diet snapple. And oh, Russ did no. I was like, how do you, I was like, why would you bring me a diet? I don't want that diet snapple. But it's like, you're a basketball player. There's too much sugar in a normal. It's like, no, I don't care about that. And he like, he basically wanted to say, have you seen my body? Like, I'm in good shape. I don't care about diet snapple. So 
from that moment, he never brought a dice to Napoli again. And uh, <clears throat> one thing about, let me try to think about something with Steven Adams. Um, people, I don't know how much people know how smart he is. I feel like he's one of the most influential and one of the most educational, smart people I have ever seen. Probably the smartest basketball player play, play I have ever played with or against. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That's 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 high praise. You played with some some great players. Right. Right. Um, yeah, speaking back on the on the the rookie Sabonis story, was there anything that you had to do as a rookie in your first year of the oh, NBA yeah. that that's funny you know, to you? You know, seeing seeing our seeing the rookies right now, just they are like having an amazing amazing time. I remember when I was a rookie, all Jefferson and Paul Millsap was my uh, veteran. And I remember I used to carry pink backpack everywhere. I used to drink food and uh, drinks in a plane. And um, trying to oh yeah, I remember. So one time, you know, I had to bring donuts in every morning practice. Even like when we're on road game, I have to go take a cap, find a donut shop, and bring the donuts in a practice. And uh, I remember that one morning I forgot. Right after the practice, I came into my locker room. I, they took my phone away. They took my clothes away, and I was like, "What is going on?" They said, "You forgot to bring donuts." I'm like, "Okay, I'm sorry. It won't happen again." So I remember Gordon Hayward made me sign a contract. Every time I forgot to bring donuts, it was five hundred dollar fine. Five hundred dollars. Holy cow! Yes. That's well, probably that's that nothing. Is, that's nothing for you, but to the common guy, it's a bunch of money. It's huge. Yeah, but as a rookie, it's still huge. But like, I, I was like, okay, from now on, I'm never gonna forget. So I have to wake up like seven, whatever a.m. in the morning, even when we're in the road, call a cab, go find a donut shop, and bring donuts. And for, I, I don't think I ever forgot a donut after that moment. And then I remember it was like it was crazy. And me and Gordon like still post a talks about it so I have to carry carry their bags I have to like uh, carry their shoes but I think but right now like looking at the rookies like I said again they're, they're having a pretty easy easy year that's hilarious yeah, it only takes it only takes one time of screwing up like that and it's ingrained in your head forever. I know but the, but the reason um, that they did they did that to me because I remember like middle of the season I told Al Jefferson like hey Al I don't feel like a rookie and that, after that moment, like, he made my life hell. You you dug your own grave on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, next question. Um, you're big in the social media scene, obviously, and there's there's several mm-hmm. other NBA players that are as well. Who would you crown? You can't pick yourself. Who would you crown as, I guess you could say, the king of social media when it comes to NBA players, as far as funny tweets and their interactions oh, with fans and other players. Yeah, well, I was I was gonna I would say like I was gonna say Joel Embiid, but he slowed down a lot. You know, yeah. he, I mean, he used to like he used to like troll people so bad, and I was like, he slowed down a lot. And now I'm trying to think like who's left out there. There's not many, but I, I was thinking Joel Embiid at, at first as well. Yeah, I was thinking like Joel, but like he slowed down so much, man. I'm like trying to think who else left left out there. You know, Jimmy is 
Well, in his Instagram, he's pretty active. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that could be a good think. one. Yeah, I would say Joel, but maybe maybe Jimmy. Okay, fair enough. Uh, next question: I want you to talk to us about your wrestling career. I don't, for you, you may give a little <laughs> bit of backstory for the, the right. people that may not know, but. Uh, <laughs> Your your wrestling career, you've you've already done some things in the wrestling uh-huh. scene that's well documented. Right, but right. You like that kind of thing? Is that your life after basketball? I mean, I I actually couldn't play college basketball because of eligibility stuff. But uh, so I, I I wanted to get a hobby, and then I started watching WWE when I was in college, right? And then I'm like I fell in love with it from day one. And then my favorite was Undertaker, and I remember going to my first match in Indiana I actually watched the match it was like Kane was fighting and I was like you know what this is so amazing and I'm actually want to become one so I decided when I was in college so then I started playing basketball whatever and then after I started playing for New York Knicks and then like WWE was coming to New York a lot and I was like going to their show and I actually got a a chance to meet with Undertaker I remember my knees were shaking I was so nervous and uh, <laughs> and then after that, you know, I'm really cool with Paul Heyman. And uh, he told me actually this past summer, he's like, hey, do you want to ring, do you want to win a champion? Like, do you want to uh, win a belt? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, yeah, there is this thing called uh, seven twenty four hour championship. Like, if you want to fight them, we can make that happen. I'm like, sure, let's, let's do it. But I remember same time. I signed a Boston Celtics contract, right? And in that contract, you will say no wrestling. Uh, so I'm like, should I do it? It's not really wrestling. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, you know what? I'll do that. And then uh, I was a, a seven to twenty twenty four seven uh, champion. And uh, right after the match, I got a uh, text message from Coach Brad. I'm like, oh, this is not gonna be good. <laughs> and then I looked at it, but he was, he, he was fine with it. He was like, he said he enjoyed it. He loved it. And then I'm, I, I'm actually thinking about probably if I'm probably six, seven more years, I'm definitely want to become one after I'm done with my basketball career. For sure. And all, all you need now is, and you've got a good chance at it this year. If you get a, an NBA title this year to put next to your I know. Uh, wrestling accomplishments, oh it'd be great. <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> you excited for the playoffs? I am, man. I am. You know, it's a huge blessing. So you see some of the players in the league play for 14, 15 years. They never see a playoff game. But I think it's a huge blessing. We have an amazing, talented, young, talented team. I feel like we can go really, really deep in the playoffs. So I'm really excited. Absolutely. Uh, last question for you. This is a a true or false question, and I want you to expand on it. And if it's false, I want you to tell me if you've ever heard this before. But um, okay. I can't remember where I read it. It was a couple couple weeks ago I had read this. But I read something that said you learned uh, English in college by watching SpongeBob <laughs> and Jersey Shore. Is that true? So this is what happened, true. <laughs> this is what happened. So first time I came to America, right? I mean, I, I tried to learn some English in Turkey, but it, it was like, I maybe knew like a few words, that's it. So I came to America. I was I asked one of my friends, I'm like, hey, where can I learn like street language? Like people talk in the street. He's like, hmm, 
there is a show called Jersey Shore. I had no idea what Jersey Shore was. I'm like, okay. So I'm in my lodge in, uh, in college, Kentucky. I turn the TV on, I start watching it, right? I'm like, what is this? This is so weird. And I actually, it was so crazy, but it was so good. It was like addicting, right? I start watching Jersey Shore. And then I, right now, I'm actually really good friends with uh, my situation. No way. I how long, how long like, ago I, did you meet him? I, 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 we, we talk on Twitter. I never met him. He follows me. I follow gotcha. him. I think he was a Knicks fan. So we sometimes like on a Thanksgiving or a Christmas, I message him. He messages me back and stuff. He likes my stuff sometimes. But like it, it, That's awesome. It was, it was fun. The Jersey Shore, I was like, this is so weird. But I loved it. The the SpongeBob part of it is that true as well, or is that is that a myth? Sponge, well, Sponge, SpongeBob part. I mean, obviously, when I was I was watching when I was a kid. So now, after I came to you know America, I'm like, yo, hey, and I just watch it for the language, and then I just yep. I was I was watching that too. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Very cool. Well, I appreciate you uh, jumping on with me. That. That answers all the questions I have. I, I wish you the best of luck in the playoffs. And uh, yeah. feel free to reach out anytime you need anything in Oklahoma. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, just real quick. Thank you again so much to Ennis Cantor for going on that call with Nick, giving us some information. Awesome, awesome stuff. Ennis is a great dude. Shout out to Nick for getting that interview as well. If you guys enjoyed that, Nick has an article up about Ennis's charter school here in Oklahoma City. You can find it at Forbes.com. It's also, if you just go to Nick's Twitter handle, which is at Nick Crane NBA, it's all over there. So make sure you go check that out as well. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please consider leaving us a five-star rating. Check us out wherever you are on social media. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. We have post-game podcasts after every Thunder game and a weekly podcast every Monday morning. So check those out. You guys have a great weekend. We'll be back with you soon after the Thunder take on the Denver Nuggets Friday night. Have a great one. Thunder up. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.